0: Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and joining me this week, I've got Michael. Say hey, Michael.
1: Hello. Also known as Janet Spellman-Drunkard.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to put that second, but since you brought her up, we might as well move that to first. Um, as we, we we spoke last week about all of the the behind-the-scenes mess with Albert Alar on the set of days, and it took a week, but Albert Alar has been fired and effective Monday, August 7th. Janet Spellman drucker is the new executive producer. How do you feel about this?
1: I mean, yay. Um, This is also someone who's been in the game with days since the 90s, so we have someone with the history. We have someone who knows their workings around days, so that is pretty good. My only complaint is that does not mean take your foot off of days, is net.
0: No, and so far nobody has. I, I'm I am very happy to say that everybody has been properly dragging Ken Corday for his lack yeah. of um, action. In this entire yep. situation, especially when Deadline put in the article, and I'm not sure which article it was because there's been a bunch of them, but Deadline, I believe, put in their article that the only reason Albert Alar got fired is because NBC Universal stepped in and forced his hand. Exactly. Ken Corday was going to yeah. let it rock.
1: Exactly, and that that is why I say do not take your foot off of Days or Corday Productions' net make sure that people are really held accountable for these actions that have taken place. Um, Honestly, truly, I would not mind for there to be a call for Ken to step down as a producer at this point. He can just be the owner. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't want to be there and take care of the things, And don't be there. We need to hold days accountable about getting HR on that set.
0: Yeah, and Ken Corday did say in the official email to the cast announcing the the producer change that they are implementing HR policies. So we're kind of going to be going to be in a wait and see mode to to see. I'm sorry, say that again. We
1: need days to put someone in HR, but also in inclusion. There's multiple steps that need to be taken to fix the problems that occurred. And just by firing Albert Alar, it isn't a Band-Aid, it isn't a magic wand, that's step one. Where are we going with step two? And for us to get a step two, and for the actors to get a step two, for the writers to get a step two, we need some follow-up. Just cutting out the cancer doesn't mean everything is fine. We're going to need some chemo. We're going to need some radiation. We're going to need some faith healing. We're going to need all that shit.
0: Agreed. And I think I think we will get there. It's just going to take a little bit of time because I think at this point, everybody's kind of in a wait and see mode in a sense to see like if Ken Corday does in fact implement those HR procedures. Because if things get better, then great. But if they don't, and the behind the scenes negativity continues, then obviously there needs get to be. exactly. Then, you know, so we're, we're kind of in a wait and see mode in terms of waiting to see exactly what's gonna happen. And we're kind of gonna be in a wait and see mode on the show too, because Albert Alar has been tied to a lot of the issues happening on screen. It is rumored that he has been meddling in a lot of stories. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how much influence he had on the show, because with him gone, was he actually the problem or are there other problems in play? And Mm. will Janet and will Janet be able to rein in those problems if the problems still exist? So it's going to be very interesting to see what Days looks like, especially when the writer strike concludes and Ron goes back to work, because Ron has never had to answer to a woman.
1: Ron, uh, the way it's looking, Ron didn't have to answer to any fucking body.
0: Well, For supposedly, me. supposedly, now that, like I said, this is, this is, we're in our allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. mode. Allegedly. Turn the light
1: on, <laughs> if and allegedly.
0: Exactly. Okay. Um, Albert did a lot of meddling in Ron's stories. And now, now obviously, we know that Albert wasn't going to have an issue with Ron's more problematic tendencies because he not only shared them, he elevated them, shall we say. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really interesting to see if Janet can rein in Ron's problematic tendencies and pull him back from the problematic edge. And if Ron will be amenable to those changes.
1: I don't I don't know, but I'm looking forward to seeing. I expect great things and great change.
0: Yeah, 2024 is gonna be a very interesting year in Salem.
2: That that much that
0: much is gonna be clear because that's basically when all of these changes will effectively take place because we will be sifting through Albert Alar influenced material through the end of this year. Well, hell, probably not even, I wouldn't even say
1: early 2024, I would say late 2023 because I don't even think they've been on Christmas yet.
0: they see, according to what I saw on Twitter, <laughs> they have they have they have up through Christmas filmed starting this week when they go back to work they're supposed to be filming the end of December early January God. but because of the writer strike they've been pumping out scripts like crazy so supposedly they're written up through April of 2024 how much of what's written gets reworked we don't know but supposedly, up through April is written.
2: Uh, okay, well.
0: So, we're, I look we're forward all c- to. yeah, I look forward to it too. Um, we've got one other bit of news before we jump into our headlines. Um. Jason Gerhardt is temporarily taking over as Eric starting August 7th for about four to five episodes because Greg Vaughn tested positive for COVID. Uh, we are recording this on Monday, August 7th after his first episode had aired. Um, and we can attest
1: he works well.
0: He, he does work well. We will discuss the particulars of that more in next week's recap. But overall, first impressions are very good. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes, yes. The grand
1: bond ever decides he doesn't want to come back. We can put him in his place.
0: All right. So I think we are about ready for our headlines. And first things first, we have Sloan tells Melinda her secret as Nicole remains confused as to why Sloan has her test results.
1: Okay. So I love the Sloan and Melinda friendship. I don't know which one of you writers or producers are listening to this podcast, but goddamn y'all work fast. I just told y'all I wanted Melinda Trask on more, and I've had her on every week since I've said that. I enjoy when I get my things on time and expedited, so thank you for that.
0: I I did not see Melinda being her Jamie coming, but I love it. I, I rock with it. I rock with it um mainly because
1: melinda is a strong character within herself i can see her being a good judy to somebody and helping somebody out in their schemes yeah melinda
0: melinda and sloan are two sides of the same coin so it, it kind of makes sense that they would gravitate to each other
1: they're not liked in town it, it worked
0: It was kind of random as hell how it started, but I'll forgive that because the scenes worked.
1: Well, I wouldn't even say it was random as hell because we have seen them being friendly with each other in the past. If that makes sense. Because let's not forget when Sloan first came into town, Sloan had her trans-running deals like she was fucking Wayne Brady. I just don't like Every time something, she got to drop on the client, Sloan would open up her phone and be like, all right now, Melinda, you're going to let these charges walk now, right?
0: Yeah, she is. Right? She is really the only one who was able to kind of one-up Trask before going to the courtroom and having Trask Trask make a fool of herself.
1: One-upmanship in her field. She's a lawyer.
0: That, that is true. And I I really do like that we're getting to see more Melinda and we're getting to see her as more than just the by the book district attorney with her being so by the book. Were you okay with her being so blasé about like the whole faking of the test and and, and Okay,
1: and- that was going to be my question to you. Now y'all know I know law, but I'm not the constitution. And I'm not all oh, that extra shit that defines life.
0: Is that illegal? See, okay. That was my question too because I'm like, okay,
1: so... Because that would go under like what? Forgery or falsification?
0: She falsified, She did. she did misrepresent test results. So she did technically falsify medical records? Yeah, and that's a crime. But also it's like and, um,
2: and she also,
0: some of loophole. she also was looking at confidential medical records that were not hers, which I think is also a violation. So there is some, there is some murky waters there.
1: But then again, it, I think it's also kind of in character. And let me tell you why, because remember she talked a blind eye to that whole trip Marion Haley situation. True,
0: very true.
1: So I think she's very blasé about the law for people she care about. As for the people of Salem, she don't know them people, which fair. And y'all too nice either. So why would I throw y'all a bone? And now, not only that, let's be clear. I'm sorry. I just thought of another example that was more recent for the listeners. Let's be clear, Talia is supposed to be in jail. She's supposed to be in jail. She's not supposed to be amongst us. And yet she threw that out because she felt for her. So if right. well, that, she believes in or if a person she cares about, she's willing to throw it out.
0: Yeah. The thing like because at least with Talia, you can you can see the connection in the um abusive past connection. Yeah, so she, she relates to Talia because she's been yeah, there oh you're 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 kind of in a no service zone so i'm just gonna sit down and think about what it yeah you're back hold on back now
1: okay uh, it's raining a little bit and it dipped. okay i'll say that part again yeah it's okay i i think we can rock with that um, we just had to figure out how illegal it was or not.
0: Yeah, also, um, okay, switching to the other half of this, the whole, um, S- Sloan getting her test results, Sloan is a little sloppy, which Very makes sense, because this is, She's on this, the fly with it. it's giving Kristen.
1: I can see that. I can see that and that's honestly what this story is giving is giving Pillow Baby
2: so yes, do you
0: think I do eventually think we are going to get to Pillow Baby 2.0 because I have concussions from the anvils they have been dropping about the um, survivability of this pregnancy really because I was getting
1: that from the Nicole story because of the obvious but I didn't get that are you
0: kidding are you kidding they, they have they had kate say it and then like an episode or two later they had somebody else say that sloan is perfectly healthy the pregnancy should be smooth sailing
1: oh yeah okay now that that got me let's talk about roman and the marlena and sammy finding out about this pregnancy
0: hilarious okay sammy's she reaction's showed. hilarious
1: it was Marlena calling her like,
0: you, you simple wench. Why would you say that to him? Yeah. I, also, I didn't hate Roman's reaction either. Boy, Roman cussed him clean. <laughs> and for once, I was actually on Roman's side because normally when Roman gets into that angry caveman mode is what I call it.
1: Yeah, he's being a dick. He's
0: usually, usually. Being a dick. But this time he was more than justified.
1: At this point I don't want to hear anything about Eric being the good decisions twin anymore because everybody in their literal mother is telling him about Sloan and he's just not hearing any of it.
0: That's dead and done. As Dylan would say, we're off that now.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Bad choices all around.
0: Yeah. Um now the o- now do you think the only thing that Sloane altered was where it said the that EJ was not a genetic match to the child.
1: I do I, I, I really truly think that's the only thing she altered. Mainly do- because as spiteful and petty as Sloan is, you see she has a bit of a conscience. I don't think that she will let Nicole thinking that her baby was okay when it was not. Not only that, it will aid in her agenda if this baby was very much uh, destined for death.
0: Here's the thing though, is the fact that they never actually tested Eric's sample and they tested EJ's and if they believe, she believes everything yeah, is fine. Yeah, and that's another
1: thing as well. Do we know if the baby is fine? That Because they didn't test EJ's. Well, because, not EJ's. They didn't test Eric's.
0: Because what I thought she was going to do was get Eric's sample again.
2: And so test it to see. Mm-hmm.
0: And, test, and test it. Like, i wasn't expecting the record swap like the record swap reveal to happen so quickly when she read the results i also think the fact that the doctor wasn't here and left a copy of the results and might have the originals might come back to haunt her down the line
1: i i do not know but i will say this though if it was EJ's, that baby would be in danger because both times that Nicole has gotten pregnant was by EJ. So I really think we're safe at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, no, the, the baby's definitely not EJ's because the the, the lab report. No, no. Said but I'm saying
1: about the survival of the baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it could have been a it could have been a genetic issue on
1: on uh, Nicole but, and EJ like. I he just wasn't destined to have a healthy baby with EJ's DNA.
0: I just hope that whatever issues caused Mackenzie to die were not a gen were not genetic from Eric.
1: No, I just think I just think that was just one of those sad cases where a baby developed cancer.
0: Well, no, no, no. Rachel was the one who had cancer. I'm talking because remember. Actual Mackenzie died the night of the crash. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Let me take that back. That baby w- was harmed in the crash, Tony. I think that's it
0: that's that's what I'm that's what I'm ho- hoping it was, and not some sort of unknown genetic anomaly.
1: Yeah, I don't think it, that's a hoping situation. I just think that's
0: what happened. Because I can't re- I can't remember if they specified it.
1: I, I think they specified it was the crash because remember, the baby was fine and kicking while she was in labor
0: on the way to the hospital. How I remember this story is so wild. <laughs> I think I think you were just ready for that basketball to come out of Sarah. No, I think I was more excited about the time jump. Yeah, because that, that whole week was kind of like that was at the point in which the time jump was still like we were yeah, finally getting the...
1: bits and pieces so we were finally getting the whole story
0: yeah we didn't exactly love it once we got the rest of it but that that week was good but are you ready to move on to our next story yeah let's hit it Chad lays down the law with Alex but doesn't tell Stephanie about their conversation <sighs> I hate it here. So I'm gonna We're start
1: in hell. It off, I'm going to start it off with the customary chat. The mayor is a bitch.
0: And normally, and me, I would argue with you, but I'm co-signing this week.
1: And let me tell you why he's a bitch. <clears throat> Wasn't you doing the same thing that Alice is doing now a few months ago under the guise of my wife is dead? Yep. Let's take it back even further. Weren't you doing this shit
0: when Abigail was with Cameron Davis? I honestly don't remember because I didn't pay much attention then. He be, he did, be he did. But it. And guess let's not forget—just keeping it to Stephanie—that he spent Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas Day, the very first Christmas, their children, his children, were going to be without their mother on Stephanie's couch playing Grand Theft Auto with Alex.
1: Okay, you're saying it.
0: Yeah, because he crashed Alex and Stephanie's date. And yet whenever Alex was made, whenever Alex had those exact same conversations with Chad, Stephanie dragged him for filth for not trusting her and yet Chad is going to turn around and do the same shit now mind you I did not have an issue with the actual conversation because Alex was being a line stepper and he needed to be put in his place but so was Chad Mm -hmm. a few months ago true but I had no issue with Chad putting him in his place. My issue specifically came in where he lied about it to Stephanie like he didn't know what the fuck was going on. And if we're going we're gonna to backtrack in a few more minutes. The way he kept needling Alex and pushing him, like the dude was already out the door. Let him fucking leave. You don't have to keep testing him.
1: That pissed me off. <laughs> uh, Alex should just turned around and be like, okay, I'll stay since you want me to so bad. That was, you just being a little childish bitch, bro. Like uh now y'all see why I fucking hate Chad Damara.
0: And like I I hate this story. I hate this story so much because it's doing nothing for anybody. And it honestly
1: makes Stephanie look like she doesn't have a mind of her fucking own because like like you just said, she she be gone with the winger because when Alice was doing it, you don't trust me. You don't trust me with my back out at the office. But when Chad do it, oh, yes, sir. Okay, daddy. I got you. We, he got the go. I just came to make up your fucking mind about what boundaries you have. You have. Not who you're with. You. And rock with that shit. But don't be way feather every damn
0: time. And it's, it's clear to me that she doesn't really want Alex to leave when he's there. Yeah, she actually likes his company,
1: whether it be friend, whether it be sexual. She likes having him around. So Chad's
0: going to have to deal. And I'll be honest, I am not particularly enjoying this writing for Stephanie, only because it's giving me waffle. And I don't enjoy that. Like she can't like when she's with one, she wants the other. When she's with the other, when she's with the other, she wants the other one.
1: Okay. Okay. No, like right, stop. I don't,
0: you, I don't like that because when she was with y'all, Alex, y'all,
1: y'all, thunder my strike, y'all. But this is one time I'm gonna have to defend Ben Weston. When Ben Weston was doing that shit, y'all was calling him possessive and crazy. Where's the difference between Ben Weston and Chad? Well, he didn't start killing people, but still, you see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. Chad is the hypocrite of all fucking hypocrites, and I really just want someone to fucking call him on his shit instead of him getting this fucking good guy edit.
0: Well, Al, uh, well, Stephanie may be doing that sometime this week because there was a picture in Soap Opera Digest. Um, I put it in our group chat. I don't know if you saw it. She throws water in his face. I
1: did save it as a reaction pick. What? I did, and I saved it as a reaction pick. (laughs) I'm going to use it every time Chad pisses me off. But yeah, every time Chad is on on that day.
0: You're probably going to use it every time I piss you off, too.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Glad you know. Of
0: course I know. Do we have anything else to add? um,
1: I hope Alex takes her.
0: Do you have a particular location in mind? Uh, not like
1: that, Tony. That—that's, <laughs> but that too, sure.
2: <laughs> but no, I—I—I I, I
1: think Alex, to me personally, I, a lot of you may disagree, but I feel like in the end of all this, Alex has done the most work too. I don't want to say win, Stephanie, but to earn Stephanie.
0: Yeah, I think he's done the most work on himself to become the man that Stephanie deserves.
1: Yeah, to be worthy of Stephanie. What has Chad done other than lose his wife? And he did that when she was alive.
0: And, And I'll say this, Alex isn't doing it for the hopes of getting her back.
1: He's just trying to be friendly. That's the point that's pissing me off. You can't tell me Chad didn't have ulterior motives in crashing every date that Alex and Stephanie had. You can't convince me otherwise. I genuinely believe Alex is trying to be a friend to Stephanie because they've had that conversation of, I want you in my life now. And I think- Aren't they already in each other's lives because they're cousins? Yeah, but tomato, tomato.
0: And I think for Alex too, he's, he's doing, he, he is violating boundaries, but he's not doing it with the intention to needle Chad. He's doing it because it's coming off to me that he's doing it because he has genuine feelings for this girl and he just wants to be around her. So it's, there's nothing really manipulative or malicious in what he's doing. He doesn't, or at least until Stephanie made him aware of it. I don't think he was fully conscious of how what he was doing came across. He was just doing it because Stephanie, being around Stephanie made him happy.
1: Exactly. Does that make sense? Yes. But like he just wants her in his life, regardless on how.
2: Exactly. And
1: I can accept that because you have people like that. You have people that you meet in life like that. And it's just like, Chad, other than no other reason, and I can tell you what it is, he's like this with every man who has seen the woman that he's seen as goodies. Run back the tape. He was a dick to Cameron Johnson. Not Cameron Johnson. Cameron Davis. Cameron Davis. Sorry, he was a dick to Cameron Davis. He was an asshole to Brady after he started sleeping with um Melanie. Um, what else? There's, the list goes on and on. The way he treated Dario, like he does, he's a possessive prick.
0: Listen, okay, we know how Ben handled it was not great.
1: But he, but he habitualized up all through Abigail and Ben's relationship. And that's honestly the reason why, now granted, I, I'm a firm believer that when you're a psychopath like that, Somebody cutting you off in traffic would have made you snap. But he, he is a major contributor in being Snapping. Is it opposite day? <laughs> I think it's opposite year for you, to be honest. Yeah, I've been having a year where I've had to defend people I hate. And I don't like that.
0: Well, our next particular topic will have you defending somebody you love, potentially. So we might be writing yes. things in the universe as this episode goes on. But yeah, fuck Chad. <laughs> but our next topic is even Harris reconnected, baby. And I surprisingly enjoyed these scenes.
2: Hmm.
1: I enjoyed it, but I found one flaw that this really didn't sit well with me.
0: I I know that I know the criminally insane hit you weird. And it really didn't hit me weird at first but I, I I totally get why it hit you weird.
1: Because Eve isn't criminally insane. And it is weird to me and it hits me weird because of, let's be clear, they threw Eve on the bus for the sake of sin. So when you add the cherry on top by deeming her criminally insane it, it it's like you put her under the train, the train is over, and now the train is coming back on her. They could have easily said that Eve had PTSD and wasn't competent to stand trial.
0: I think at this point I'm just gonna to chalk criminally insane up to like a bad word choice. Either by the dialogue writers or maybe it was something Cassie I lived, I don't know. But um, I will say I am just happy that she's in Bayview because she was, it was very clear at the end of her, at the end of her last arc that she was not okay. She was so, not mentally. She was not mentally there. And so I am glad that instead of sending her to jail, which is where we thought she were was for the last three years, that she, in fact.
1: Was at Bayview. I'm glad was they at heard Bayview. my
0: cry. And I glad will. They heard my cry. And I will say that I was very glad that they didn't necessarily say she was sorry for what she did. Because listen, I love Ben. I love Sin. Y'all know I'm a Sin. Stand till I die. However, I completely understood Eve's motivations in wanting to go after Ben. Her plan was a little illogical to me, but I completely understand her wanting to completely ruin Ben's life. So I was fine that she, instead of saying, I regret what I did, I'm sorry what I, for what I did. She said, I have to learn to channel my grief into more productive things. That to me felt better because it was rooting it in things about her rather than making it an apology about Ben. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, because I'm, I'm glad she had no remorse in that, because I thought that was going to pull the switcheroo and have her weeping and remorseful over that. And I'm just like, no. She shouldn't have shit for anybody in that town. Neither should and no, not Andrew. Well, hell, Andrew too. Neither should Andrew, neither should Shane, neither should Kim. Because again, but- y'all may not have cared about Paige. I did. I'm the one long page Larson fan in history.
0: But, and I will say, I really enjoyed even Harris in these scenes together. Um, it was the most connected I felt. Chemistry. They do have chemistry. And it was the most connected I have felt to either character. Because Harris has felt weird to me this entire time. It just basically felt like Diet Jason Morgan.
1: Diet? <laughs> it's the knockoff. It tastes just the same, different
0: packaging. So it, it 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 didn't feel it didn't feel like Harris because he was Harris before he was Jason. So it just felt like he was doing Jason cosplay basically in Salem. And it's and with Eve, I have never connected to cassie as eve cassie has always been an amazing actress that has never been the question but the writing for eve and how they wrote her with cassie in the role always to me lacked true depth and it was Mm -hmm. always very surface and shallow with cassie Mm -hmm. and that's By no fault fault of Cassie's at all. She did the best with the material that she got. But this time, these scenes this week was the most connected to her as Eve that I have ever felt. And if she's going to stay for however long she stays, this is how she needs to be written.
1: Well, as for that first part, you know, you have every opportunity to be loud and wrong. (laughs) Um, and that's okay. I have those moments like it too, I guess. And as for the second part, that's my
0: Eve. Uh, are, are you, now they also did mention that Eve is going to be getting out in a couple of weeks. Uh, she did mention that she'll be going to California to be with Shane and Kim and Teresa, though I think that, that's pro.
1: Go ahead. It, it, it makes me irritable, honestly. Why? We need more Bradys on screen. Why isn't Kim and Shane and all of them in Salem?
0: Because the actors are either busy or not are not working. But I see your point. But I am glad that her instinct is to go be with her family rather than stay in a town full of people that she at this point does not know. Yeah, or does not like. Exactly. Though I do think that Teresa and Andrew are probably going to be home by the time she gets out. So I'm very curious to see the Donovan siblings all together, particularly even and Andrew, because Eve loved Andrew when he was a baby. Like, they were very, very close while she was in Salem when he was growing up. So I'm really curious to see what their relationship looks like now.
1: And to my knowledge, didn't Eve follow them to California after a bit? She moved around, but
0: then she stayed in, like, California with them for a bit? I believe the majority of Paige's life, once they settled down, was on the West Coast.
1: So, yeah, I can see them all being close. Yeah. Well, well, no, it makes sense that they would be close.
0: Because Paige and Teresa was close, yeah, and even even and even even Teresa were close. I just Cassie's Eve has not, to my knowledge that I can remember, ever mentioned Andrew. So I've always been curious what their relationship. Well, neither
1: one of them mentioned Andrew. Neither did Teresa.
0: That's true. She didn't either. So I've always been curious what his relationship was with his sisters. And now we can potentially see it. So I'm very excited for that.
1: Also, if we get Teresa back, I'm going to need Chloe and Teresa to fight to the death. I need to see it.
0: I would not be opposed to that.
1: Because to me, to me, those were the two loves of Brady's life.
0: I don't disagree, and if we're not going to get Browie, which, if rumors about Nadia's current status with the show are to be believed, we may not be. Um, which,
1: is, which is very disheartening for me because we, we fought for Broe, we went if, to war with Arya for Broe, and look we what did. they
0: gave. Her. That's still one of our most popular episodes, by the way. We held guns at Arya
1: temple over Broey and look what they gave us
0: but if we can't get Broey I would much rather run back Brady than Briston yeah (laughs) I like Breathe too and I won't go that far Brady and Eve never did it for me I'll be honest I was rooting for Eve over Teresa honestly Honestly, I just didn't really particularly like the writing for Brady during that era, because well, that was when they were leaning into you. his Kiriakis side. So I was like, kind of yeah. well, over Brady Kiriakis sure, at the point.
1: I think I fell in love more with the way Eve was with what's that little boy name? Tate. Hot. Oh yeah, it's tot tater. Okay, that's why I got tot from.
0: <laughs> yeah, the internet did call him Tater Tot.
1: But yeah, I, I'm just an Eve fan. I'm sorry, folks. I, I stay as
0: E. I was going to say, you might want to elevate fan to stand, but yes. Are we ready to move on to our next story?
1: Sure, let's get it.
0: All right, we have Abe is home and trying to reconnect to his life despite his amnesia. He feels too much pressure with Paulina and moves in with Steve.
1: I would like to preface this by saying this is a new Abe story. That other shit la- ended last week. Do I need to repeat myself?
0: No, you're fine. Um, I also want to throw in that Theo said goodbye and left Salem. We'll throw that in here too. And that annoyed me because uh, Theo needs oh, to be here for his father.
2: Why that are you leaving?
0: I loved the scenes with Abe and Theo where like we actually get to see Abe admit how scared he is. Like those scenes were really good. So good that it pissed me off because I just want Theo to be in town.
1: Well, I liked the scenes with him and Paulina. That was that was um, very nice.
0: The hospital Um, scenes with him and Paulina or the scenes when he got home?
1: The scenes when he got home. I like those things. I feel like everyone put in their best acting work.
0: Include well, okay. I will say I liked how gentle she was in the hospital with him and that she didn't kind of emotionally vomit on him in the hospital. However, I do think she pushed it when she kissed him.
1: Yes, yeah, very much so.
0: That kind of had me going, Ew.
1: Yeah, it skewed me out a little bit. I can't even lie. <laughs>
0: And, and it's not even because of, of like the normal like oh I don't want to see Uncle Abe kissing anybody. This just felt wrong because Abe is clearly not in a in a mindset. And, like and you he don't to, even know you. He doesn't even know you as much as you. As much as you don't want to acknowledge the previous story, I'm only going to do so to prove a point. He had spent weeks at this point believing that another woman was his his wife who then turned around and tried to kill the both of them so he is completely discombobulated because everything he's believed for the last few weeks has been a lie so he has no way of knowing what's true versus what's not because he was lied to for so long
1: i was lied to um Okay, my big thing is the only, the we are going to do roses and thorns for each story this seems like, but the only bad side I had to this story was why they won't let Nicole see Abe?
0: Oh, okay, see that's that's not my only bad, which that was a bad, number one. My other thing was the scenes with Steve, John, and Abe. And not so much that Steve was there. That didn't bother me. My issue is why
1: it's a crock of shit. They've been friends for years because we haven't seen it.
0: He was there for 16 of them. Exactly. There is not the decades of history with Abe and Steve that the show keeps trying to twist into existence. It's just not there. There are not enough scenes to back it up. Now, all you had to do was put in a line of dialogue that says, "I really love the, the the friendship we have developed since I last returned to Salem." Boom, perfect, fine. But trying to say that he but has 40, for
1: decades is a stretch.
0: A big stretch. It's it's very clear that they are trying to put Steve in where Bo should be.
1: Or Roman.
0: Or Roman. But more so, I think, Bo, because of the timing of when this narrative has twisted. The narrative started twisting right after Bo died.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: So it felt like they were were trying to slide Steve into a place that Bo would have been in if Bo were still alive or here. And I'm sorry, he's the wrong character to do it with. That should have been Roman.
1: It, it it wasn't good. It made me side eye the whole time.
0: Now I I will say I don't necessarily mind Abe living at Steve's.
1: Okay. Oh, speaking of Steve, Steve, you also in contender of bitch of the week. Because I didn't like that um, conversation you was having with Kayla about. Oh,
0: that hit me room. wrong.
1: That was oh. you nasty wicked bitch.
0: <laughs> you, that hit me all the way wrong. Oh you was
1: yelling mental health when your fucking son then killed Ava with the fucking goose feather. Oh, he's sick. He was a manipulator. He was all that. But you didn't give a damn about Whitley. You this is something that I this is why I be yelling. That Steve Johnson isn't a good person and I don't understand how y'all are fans of him. And we literally had this argument yesterday when we were were recording our top five. Well, after we were recording our top five. But I do not believe that Steve Johnson is a good person. He's only a good person to the woman he's fucking and his kids. That's it. That's all. And his sister and brother and their children. That's it. That's all. When you... Let's talk about the alley shit. Mm. He's not a
0: good person. And I'll stand 10 toes down on it. I'll be interested if you ever go back and see Stephen Kayla's story from the beginning, how your point of view on him will change. That
1: playlist started with him stalking
0: Kayla. No. But uh, I have a different opinion on Steve because I've actually seen their full history. So I know that this is basically Ron just being a petty bitch and giving at every opportunity to give a character bad writing, he's always going to pick Steve every single time for his own petty spiteful reasons.
1: Or Chad. I don't know what Mr. Flynn did, but well, no, Chad just been getting the villain edit. And y'all just want cops who are because he's pretty and white.
0: But yeah, the the Steve yeah, the Steve Kayla conversation completely hit me wrong, especially when you juxtapose it with the John Marlena conversation, which is what they did.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm I was but they had him being decent
0: the past few months oh i know they have i kind
1: of forgot just how shitty he is
0: (laughs) okay michael you are so not wrong about thinking about steve being a good person because i had the same thought my mom and i actually had a similar conversation a few weeks ago over dinner i was telling her how happy i was that the problematic writing for steve was behind us literally the next day (laughs) is when Steve and Tripp had that conversation and Steve was like, Wendy doesn't know what she wants. You need to fight for her. And I was like, ew, apparently we're not done.
1: And yeah, it's a common thread at this point that Steve just isn't a good person. I I try, as much as I tried to overlook the alley shit, which deep down I knew I never would because that shit was just vile and nasty, even though he was right
2: this has confirmed that he's not a good person. Definitely.
0: But do we have, um, do we have anything else we wanna add about the Abe stuff?
1: Um, Gold stars to Kayla, Marlena and John. Definitely. I enjoyed them supporting in this story. It was good.
0: And I hope we actually get to see them interacting with Abe. I almost wish we'd seen the hypnosis with Marlena.
1: Yeah, that would have been really good.
0: Because uh, James would have killed that. Hopefully we'll get to see that more.
1: But shall I, we move it? I in? doubt that. We're going to get flashbacks after him eating a bowl of clam chowder.
0: Shall we move into our last headline? Let's do it. All right. Gabby and Stefan and Gwen and Dimitri get married in the most boring double wedding to date. Dimitri and Leo Leo are still fucking behind Gwen's back.
1: Ass. It was all ass.
0: (laughs) It was so bad
2: okay for my
1: wildest dreams did i think that wedding after all the hoopla of bringing Stephen back would be that fucking shitty it was up there with Eric Cole wedding it was
0: honestly i i i'm, I'm, I'm going to say something that could be pre- potentially unpopular. I think it was worse than Eric cole's wedding. Eric cole at least got yeah. vows. And- <laughs> I, I, I was
1: just thinking that it might have been worse. But you Eric cole, you confirmed it.
0: Eric cole at least got vows that tried to save that wedding. That did save that wedding. Stephen and Gabby didn't even get vows. It they was didn't even- worse
1: than Sarah and Xander's wedding
0: that too oh. they they didn't even get vows like not even the traditional i i take the woman wife whatever like they didn't get the traditional vows they didn't get the 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 from the heart vows they didn't get in all the days of our lives thing like they literally it went
1: straight from do you object all right let's wrap this puppy up
0: it was honestly it was giving me reminders of Kayla and Jack's wedding in 1987 when the audience when the writers knew that nobody gave a fuck about this wedding so they literally just montaged it and like sped us right through it that's essentially what they did here too which sucks because Stefan and Gabby are supposed to be one of your pole younger couples
1: no here's the thing though
0: I felt like they gave more damn about Gwen and Demetra than and Gabby which sucks, especially knowing because Gabby's leaving. Because Stephen and Gabby didn't do anything
1: but sit around. I'm sorry, I'm smoking. It's okay. This is a good end of the podcast, folks. <laughs> Stephen and Gabby, all they did was sit there, and look at each other, and smile like idiots. They gave more focus on Dimitri and um, Gwen giving their little shit and Leo sitting in the crowd like Vesta Williams and that one song, I can't recall the name, too. If you can put it in the comments of the Twitter section, I might send y'all a little prize. Might, strong word, might. Um, (laughs) I do that with my clients all the time, but might. um, But yeah, put that in the comments if you know the name of that song, because that's going to kill me. I'm going to go to bed thinking about that. Um, looking like Vesta Williams in the fucking crowd. That was that's what they would focused on. Stephen and Gabby were just there. Hell, they focused more on Kristen and her bitchy bangs more than Steffi and Ga- Steffi.
0: Steffi, and Gabby. Kristen was the best dressed at that wedding. Kristen and Jada.
1: She had them bitchy
0: bangs. She did, cause. Kristen and those bangs in that silver dress, and Jada in that hot pink dress.
1: Jada looks so damn good. I want to rape the mayor of her right (laughs) now. But, in that over what they gave us.
0: And I, how do you feel about Dimitri and Leo? Do you care?
1: I want to. But all the basura that's going around it, it's not even worth it anymore. And let's be clear, like, why should I invest if you haven't given me anything with Dimitri and Leo to make me want to invest? All they have is hot sex. We get it.
0: Which is exactly how he and Gwen started. And then that
1: fizzled. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I. I, I don't. I don't get it. We like. We get that they had good sex. He takes them to Pound Town, waxed up booty hole, waxed down. We get it. But at the end of the day, why should I invest in this? Everybody has hot sex. Even the elders on this show has hot sex. Shout out to Jarlena. <laughs> Just shit. Shout out to Cayman. Honestly. It if just... you're an elder on this show and it doesn't gross me out when you kiss, you're you're hot.
0: Anybody w- of those elders could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that wedding just did not give at all.
1: Yeah, it, it gave absolutely fucking nothing. Hell, even almost weddings do better than this, and they got married. Gabby's wedding on New
2: Year's Eve to Lee was better than this.
1: this is what, if it allegedly button ding, this is why, what's that girl, Camilla Bama's left. She I, didn't uh, like this shit one bit.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't doubt it between that and the, and the environment right, behind went, the scenes. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: you went from the relationship with Lee, because let's be clear, until that brainwashing shit, and hell, even after that brainwashing shit, a lot of us were enjoying Lee and Gabby. So to go from that to this,
0: who, is it's ass. It's sink. And, and honestly, if you're, like, if you're going to put me through hell on a job to make a job, and then I don't even get a story that makes that worth it, why would I stick around?
1: Thank you. She was like, why the fuck am I here? And I don't blame her. At all, and then As, my family's in another city, and I'm trying to procreate. Why am I here? I can go home. My mama can watch my baby.
0: Yeah, so I I I feel bad for Stefan and Gabby fans because y'all have been put through hell. Yeah, I is... used to
1: be a I used to be a huge fan of theirs. But because of the hell that they were put through, I don't, I, I can't stand this. I can't ship this.
2: Now it, it makes it hard because the show doesn't
0: care. They do not give a fuck, and it shows.
1: It's, it's so bad. I, I just don't understand.
0: I don't really have anything else to say about this. So, shall we move into another news? Who was even at
1: that down? But you know what. <laughs> just, just go on to other news yeah, man literally
0: just ej Kristen, rafe and jada that's it that's all
1: now i will say this i did appreciate it was that it was an actual pastor slash. no priest. it wasn't
0: it was a justice of the peace
1: i'll accept that i'll accept that at least it was a, a family member a city member who got a ordained what? online
0: who got ordained on let'sgetmarried.com?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Pitchingyourfolks.org. Uh, <laughs> Shall we move into another in news? Let's hit it. Xander proposes to Chloe. Kristen gets full custody of Rachel. Lee and Melinda's redo date ends before it begins. Leo crashes Trip and Wendy's date. And Kate tells Roman what she attempted to do to Megan. Can we go through all of these quickly? Yes, we can.
1: It's just the two of us. Well, I really enjoyed this week. We wasn't even gonna talk
0: about this week, but god damn it, I wrote notes. Honestly, a lot of these in other news, I wanted to put the headlines, but if I made a ten bullet headline list, I thought you oh, would I have
1: would a Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'm so (laughs) we are learning each other in the the two years we have done this. I'm she knew I would have hit that group chat now. Tony, what the fuck is this?
2: (laughs) But yes, let's go down
0: the list. Xander proposes to Chloe, which we'll discuss more about next week, uh, because the aftermath of that aired today, but um. Why?
1: Just why? I, I'm gonna get stone stone at me. Even though I know that Sarah coming back preggers is just gonna end all this shit. I I literally enjoy Chloe and Xander to the point that I don't care. I like them together. I like them.
2: Been.
0: They shouldn't be together on paper, but they work. I, I do like hate it. them together. It's the will you marry me that threw me off. And they, yeah. made it, they made it very clear that it was a reaction to him finding out that Gwen got married and that Sarah has moved on with Rex. So it was very much a reaction to what his exes are doing. I'm glad they're not trying to make me believe that that. Xander has been thinking about this for a while because it was very clear that he hasn't.
1: Yeah, it was very spurred moment. That's why I liked it.
0: To the point that I almost expected Chloe to laugh.
1: Which well... (laughs) Not gonna spoil next week, but well...
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll keep you tuned in for next week on that one. Uh, Then we've got Kristen gets full custody of Rachel. Like, um keep the little bastard keep her no 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 I, I i'm gonna just say it this judge has been a problem she is somebody pocket
2: she, she gotta we, be
0: she is because i am 99.9 percent sure this is the same judge that separated holly and nicole and Damos
1: file as fuck too
0: that was foul as fuck, but deimos was also paying that judge off then. So I'm pretty sure she was on the take then. She can be on the take now. Though I don't know who's paying her off because it's very clear that Kristen didn't know and Kristen. Kristen didn't know. Mm-hmm. Kristen didn't know when Kristen went into this expecting to lose. So I, feel like I am this,
1: this may be a Demetra thing set off by Megan.
0: That could be, because it just it It feels weird because like and I'm sorry, the fact that Kate, Kayla and Marlena all died made National Salem news, as did their resurrection. So how are you going to sit here and say that a magical orchid is too much to believe when these women are alive when they should not be?
1: Hello. (laughs) Well, see. What bothered me was it, what really, truly bothered me was that she used Kristen's manipulations against Brady.
0: That bothered the hell out of me, because let us be crystal clear. Brady did not kidnap his child.
1: Brady, did, first off, Rachel was not running away from Chris, from Brady. Yeah, she was trying to get to Kristen. She was
0: running to Kristen, which which does which is a a thing in and of itself. Brady should take that into account. Absolutely, that's not wrong. But Brady did not kidnap his child. Brady had no legal responsibility to tell Kristen where Rachel was. He could have dropped that child off on the moon, and it would have been no problem legally speaking for him to, he didn't have to tell Kristen. It was his responsibility. Exactly. Exactly. He put her in the responsible care of her uncle. The man who for the first nine months of her life believed to be her father. So like, can we now Granted, Eric has his own issues? That is true. But let's not act like Brady had her tied up in the attic in a fucking bear costume like her mother. Okay, granted, she wasn't tied up, but you know what I mean.
1: I mean, she was in an attic begging for bubble gum and chips ahoy. So, yeah, she's not mother of the
0: year. I just, this whole thing was just weird. Like, Brady has now lost both of his children. Granted, I do believe Tate may be coming back when Teresa comes back. I don't know but Uh, and and honestly truly he didn't lose tate he gave tate to
1: Teresa. to no he
0: he lost tate
1: oh yeah that fucking custody battle i can't Uh
0: do that.
1: damn man sucks to suck (laughs)
0: because like I, i i remember the scenes where he had to where he had to give tate to Teresa and then after after Teresa got custody, she dropped the whammy on him that they were going to California.
1: I remember that now
0: that's why he and that's
2: why he and Eve broke up Sam, I know you're listening to
1: this. I need that brief playlist expeditiously,
2: please, and thank you. <laughs> But um, what was I going to say?
0: I felt so bad for Brady in that moment.
2: Better
1: yet, any Brady storyline from Teresa to that ending, I would like to see that, please. Those were the days. Oh, take me back.
0: (laughs) But um, let's see. Then we've got Lee and Melinda's redo date ends before it begins. I was so pissed at Wendy. Like mind your business, bitch.
1: You ain't even getting no nookie and trying to. It's weird, but then again, Wendy. I'm not feeling her and Trip anyway. For her giving any kind of relationship advice is just null and void at this point. I'm okay. Begin it. Cause
0: You're I actually happy. I actually like Lee and Melinda. Yes, I do, too.
1: And I can see it going places. I also wouldn't mind Melinda running for Senator.
0: If Melinda see- wanted to run for mayor again, I would 100% not be opposed.
1: Oh, yeah, I can see her being the mayor. Well, she did
0: run. In and 2019. Then lost, here she lost to Jack Deborah. Yeah, yeah. Make America Great Again, Jack Deborah. Mm-hmm.
1: With Eve as his first lady. Yep. Those were some good days. Good Lord. I didn't know what I had then. Nobody
0: considers that good except you.
1: Well, that, that's my nostalgia period. Leave me be.
0: <laughs> I will I let you have sh- that. I don't say
1: shit about y'all with that mid ass. Bear the lie storyline, do it.
0: Oh no, I take care of that for you. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> you do remind them every every chance you get. That story wasn't fucking good, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll co-sign it. It 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 wasn't that good, y'all. It lasted all of two damn weeks.
0: The, the, yeah. That that part was great. The two weeks she was in, in the Buried Alive was great. Everything after sucked. Well, to
1: be fair, it couldn't last any longer because then we would be yelling, how the fuck is she still alive like Willow over there on the GH?
0: Well, that is true. But before we get too far over the rainbow here, let us rein this back in Leo Crash's trip and Wendy's date. This was random as fuck and I did not give an iota of a fuck.
1: What was this again? I'm sorry.
0: Leo crashing Trippin' Wendy's date because apparently the Salem Inn double booked their room. The way my
1: circadian rhythm works (laughs) during that story. I would doze off on that specific story alone and then magically wake the fuck back up on every other story. It was circadian like not- rhythm might just be the podcast title.
0: I was wondering what we were gonna get. I'll go with it. Um, yeah, because that was just not it. I don't understand way- why that happened. First off,
1: why the fuck y'all couldn't fucking your house, you pay rent in? That was the weird part to me. Oh no, then they addressed was-
0: that. They addressed that because in case Lee came home, they didn't want Lee to spoil the mood again
1: dude if you don't sit on the couch and shut the fuck up again no excuse um then you was trying to go to your step and daddy house that was weird they're doing a lot to create angst and storyline for that coupling when there isn't any
0: Without actually giving them a chance to be a couple. They've decided to give them all hijinks and trust me when I tell you hijinks it's with not no payoff. Hijinks it's not
2: with
0: good. Listen, it's it's, ugh, yeah, it's Hijinks with no payoff.
1: That's where you get Xander and Sarah
0: pre-Island. That's where you get Jack and Jennifer circa 1992 to 93. It is fucking
2: terrible and it 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 leaves fans blue ball that it's not fair it is and to me personally when you're starting off a couple
1: and you're starting off like this it doesn't give the coupling a chance. because you don't get a chance
2: because me myself personally go ahead hello you yourself personally
1: yeah me myself personally i don't see myself being a wendy fan not wendy fan a wendy and trip fan because i like them both separately but as a coupling i just don't see it and then with this bad story on top of it It is I'm not seeing it. And it's I found,
0: hate it. yeah, it's foundationless and it's just not working. And then our last because in other news- I will
1: say this. I, I'm Go sorry. Go ahead. No, I will no, say that's fine. this. There was equal footing on the triangle, not the Johnny and Trip and Wendy triangle, but the Johnny and Joy triangle. When these this idea was first introduced. Everyone was all for it. It was electric. And now we're at this point, it's just like, meh. And I don't see it. It, It's disappointing, honestly.
0: Yeah, and they don't really know what to do with Wendy because she lost the thing that made her great.
2: Which is?
0: Her spark. Like, her, like, she has this no nonsense, no bullshit thing. And, and not only just... that, her
1: place of employment is the mirror.
0: So we can't yeah. see what
1: makes her tick because they don't go to the mirror for shit. Unless it's for the fucking CEO position, sadly. So I I me personally, I would like to see Wendy as an intern at Black Patch.
0: That'd be nice because she could be their spinelli.
1: <laughs> no don't no, call no. her
0: that no but, but I, just, I get what you're saying but don't call her that just as a as a point of reference of
1: reference yeah her penelope if you will
0: and for for the criminal minds fans for the garcia yeah penelope garcia yep. yeah
1: i don't I. I feel like everyone should know that references i don't even watch that show i've never seen a full episode of that show in my life and it, i even just made the reference
0: You did. I feel like you need to watch that, but that's a whole other topic of conversation. I think this will probably be your favorite in other news bit. Kate tells Roman what she attempted to do to Megan.
1: I was so amused that it didn't lead to an argument. The growth that Oh, I was
0: so happy. I was so happy. Because he's like, you know what? I knew, I knew you were when I married, I, married
1: you. All time. I said oh we got some growth I
0: melted We what we have is um, some anchor building that's what we have yes,
1: yes. and I feel and I'm, this might be a jump out the window moment but I think this is it for both of them this is it yeah I think and honestly truly The dialogue that they keep having, they really have been kicking themselves for not getting back together sooner.
2: Yeah, and wasting all that time.
1: Yeah, if you listen to the dialogue that they have shared in the past few months since her dying and her coming back, they've been kicking themselves for not having gotten together sooner. And when I say sooner, I think I mean like 10 to 15 years ago. Well, shit, 20 years ago.
2: At this point, yeah. But I'm just glad we have
0: them back now.
2: As a Cayman
1: fan, I am, I'm happy. I I won. I think they found their forever now.
0: Even though they don't
1: have much longer.
0: And I think that is it for In Other News. That's basically everything. So do you have a read for us this week, Michael?
1: I'm just gonna keep it real short and sweet and simple since we're recording on a work day. Chad, the mayor, you a big old baby bad bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> righty. so we're, we are falling back on a tried true read of the week. Um, are you praising or shading?
1: I'm going to praise the fuck out of this week. I enjoyed the hell out of this week. Like I really I really enjoyed it and I actually sat down and took notes for this podcast. We weren't even supposed to be watching and I watched. Now, did we cover mat-
0: every did we cover everything on your notes by the way? Yes.
1: I was I actually have my notes pulled up. That's why I was so quiet. It'd be some moments where I would be really quiet and you think I dipped out and I'm actually here. I was reading my notes to making sure I was thoroughly getting everything I needed out. I have enjoyed the fuck out of this week. I haven't done that since the very first few episodes of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen and others.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um I completely cosign everything you're saying because I felt the same way about this week. However, I do feel the need to shade. And oh, I am going. I'm not shading anything off screen.
1: Oh, Tony, how could you?
0: <laughs> I <laughs> I am going to shade the fuck out of Ken Corday because I am sorry, but it is shameful that you let that man run rampant on that set and cause abuse going back decades. You knew it, you ignored it, and had NBC not interceded, he would still be there. And that to me is shameful. Ted and Betty Corday are rolling over in their grave.
1: Doing the alleged slide, child.
0: In their grave, knowing the, how this has tainted The legacy of that show. I don't understand how you could just let something like this happen. You're supposed to care about your cast and you put one man's friendship over the health and well-being of everybody that you employ. That is not something a good producer does. That is not something a good owner does. If you don't wish to be associated with the show anymore and you just want to sign the checks, then please, by all means, step down and put somebody in power who actually gives a fuck because it's very clear you do not.
1: Just just if you want to be involved, go to the music room. The music is terrible. Do that.
0: And that is my shade. I'm sorry. I had to get that out because it's been weighing on me. Um, I'm do you have any final thoughts?
1: Chad, you a bitch-ass, bitch-ass, bitch ass, bitch ass, bitch.
0: I feel like that is an evergreen final thought. All
1: right. But on, so- on, on a serious note, on a serious note, give me more of what that was every week. That shit was some good soap. I tuned in. And
0: I will say just... Dylan
1: may disagree, but it is what it is. I enjoyed the fuck out of this week. Give me that.
0: And I will say that today um, is continuing the momentum of last week. So we are starting in a good position for this week, too. I like that. So we will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Chad, you a bitch.